When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. Episode 2. 2. Are you a boner guy? Cuz. Cuz-a-roo. Cuz-a-roo. slap It's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, Rubber Dicks and Cousaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that is recorded using Hunter Biden's laptop. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, the man who likes to tell people, Your podcast stinks. <laughs> your podcast stinks. That's right. Pat Oates is back on the show. What's up, Pat? How's it going? And yes, still, most of your podcasts stink. I want to make that clear. It's I haven't changed. <laughs> more true today than it was when you said it. Also, oh, yes. coming back after a long absence, Jen from the Jingles Department. What's happening, Jen? Hello, nothing. All right, please go to whoarethese.com <laughs> to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every month. We have to do another bonus episode this week. One of the days this week. So I'll have to figure that out. I don't even know what we're going to do or who we're going to do it with, but we're going to get on it. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section, which are then read by our new review girl, Casey, coming up later after the break. Coming up later <laughs> out of the show. All right, we got Jacktober still going. So before we get into any of that, we need to review free beer and hot wings. This is a suggestion that came in from Jeremy. We have all listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show that is hosted by Greg Freebeer Daniels, Chris Hot Wings Michaels, and then you have Joe, Steve, and Kelly. I'm going to point out right out of the gate, Joe's cool. We like him a lot. He's the best. We're really just making fun of free beer and hot wings. I like that Joe doesn't have a silly nickname. That's that's probably the first thing that I like about him. Joe is a silly nickname. P- fair enough. <laughs> and he could, I'm sure, because his last name is Gasman, and I'm sure they wanted like, you're we a guest from Wings. They're like, no, dude, I'm just Joe. Calm down. Like, he good for him. I, I, I listened to. I like Joe. He seems like he kind of doesn't want to be there, but it's a job. Yeah. All he right. should do his nickname should be Sloppy Joe. See, why aren't oh. you working for this? I don't this, know. I'm for this hack radio show. Let's start off with a clip called "Really Bad Imaging." Now. When you come back from a break, oftentimes you'll have a music bed, you'll have a, a voiceover that throws it back to the hosts. Maybe you'll play a quick clip from the show to get people back into it. This is really bad because they play a clip from their show that's out of context with people just laughing and making noises, and you have no idea what's going on at all. It's the Free Beer and Hot Wings Show. <laughs> Steve was up for an award. How crazy is that, guys? <laughs> now, back to your favorite idiots, the Free Beer and Hot Wings Show. 
So if you didn't know what show that was from, you would have no, like me, I have no idea what they're talking about or why that's interesting. It makes zero sense out of context. I'm with you. I'm sure it makes zero sense in context. Yes. All they said was a guy's up for an award and they all chuckled. Like, you think that happens if someone wins a Nobel Peace Prize? Like, <laughs> you just got an award. That's all you said. Why are Beavis and Butthead now in the studio? It's the dumbest. It's retarded. Yes. And you'll notice that they call themselves idiots. Also, their fans are called idiots, which is unironically ironic, I suppose. Every tier that you can pay to listen to this crap is also idiots. You're a fancy idiot. You're a fancier idiot. You're the, you know, the village idiot. There's like 20 tiers. Yeah. So for $5.95, I believe a month, right, Pat? Right. $5.95 a month, you get all of these episodes. I think there's like some bonus content they don't do on the radio for 20 minutes. So these, these episodes are three and a half, four hours long. Now, I think it's because they have the first hour from five to six is like reruns, like best of stuff. And then the show actually starts at six and then they go on and on and on with their whole radio show, which is syndicated in like 30 markets. And then for the podcast, they put out this extra content where I guess they can swear, but it's the same as all the other parts of the show. And so for five ninety five a month, you can listen to that or, or you can Google them and click on one of the first links, which is Google podcast, which has the entire podcast for free. So they're they're not doing this very well. They're trying to keep it behind a paywall, but are failing miserably at it. It's very easy you to find. You also miss the other one where if you don't want to pay five ninety five, you could just pay forty nine ninety five for the year. Imagine doing that one shot and then figuring out you can listen for free. Damn it, I should have just Googled this first. I'm about you fifty be- bucks now. I get screwed out of 10 bucks for two months. And then I catch up. I go, okay, I'm an idiot, whatever. But 50 bucks right there so I can hear cheese swear at wings. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, let's get back into some of this production that they do and how nonsensical it is. Here's their Did You Miss It When intros. Did you miss when Hot Wings said this? What kind of garage does he like to have his dong in? <laughs> <laughs> now, back to your favorite idiots. Well, I've gotten to this point in my life. <laughs> the Free Beer and Hot Wings Show. That's fucking stupid. Now, let's hear another example. This is another Did You Miss. This time it's Kelly, the whole of the show. Did you miss when Kelly said this? Hot Wings fly swatter hitting a fly. That was good. Was wow. Wow. You're not sticking around for that. You're missing out. <laughs> you can catch up on the podcast anytime if you're a fancy idiot. Sign up at freebeerandhotwings.com. And that's the worst one of all because that's actually a promotion to pay them for their podcast. And that was the clip they used? Mm. Play by play on fly swatters. You could pay for that. <laughs> this is obviously very formulaic the way they have this going. We got to take a quick break, but uh, we'll be right back after the break. Do you remember when Carl said this? They're not little people. They're Oompa Loompas from Loompa Land. He actually saved these people because Loompa Land was a terrible country. The Wang Doodles would eat them. And now back to your favorite rubber dicks. <laughs> they have time for breakfast. It's Who Are These Podcasts? And yeah, we're back. Wow. Back at you with Who Are These Podcasts? Oh. I want to subscribe for that. I would because you use words <laughs> I've never heard. I know what a fly swatter is. I wouldn't do that. That what that, what you just played. I go. You know what? I'm in. Five bucks. These guys are talking about Oompa Loompas. All right. 
they, they got my body the other ones i didn't know <laughs> i don't i don't know the dark web part of the oompa loompa i'm in i'm in so what these guys have to do is fill a shit ton of time monday through friday because they are a morning show that takes up hours and hours of time and one of the things that they do to fill this time is a bit they call around the room and around the room is where you announce yourself and then you say something about yourself. Hi, I'm Carl. Last night I ate pizza that wasn't very good would be an example. What I've done here is I've done a little super clip of all the different topics that people bring up because they go to this around the room three times per episode because they're just, they have nothing to talk about. Mm -hmm. So just tell us any mundane thing about your life or any mundane thing and we'll riff on it. So this is just the intros to those and then imagine the conversation that goes on after they bring up each topic. I'm Freebear, one of the hosts, and last night me and Henry went and got a haircut. Uh, I'm Hot Wings, and it's been a while since I geeked out on a new car. Hi, my name's Joe, and uh, I did uh, some building yesterday. Hi, I'm Steve, and I'm excited. We're just about a month away from Thanksgiving. Hi, I'm Kelly, and speaking of Thanksgiving, Freebear and I were talking before the show. I'm Freebear, one of the hosts, and uh, Tuesdays I have a standing therapy appointment. Uh, Hi, I'm Joe. Yesterday I talked about how I went to Chicago to visit my girlfriend. Oh, yeah, I'm Hot Wings. (laughs) I went to therapy for a long time, too. I'm Steve. I got a bone to pick with companies who make doors. Hi, I'm Kelly, and last night I watched a documentary that took me back to the days of a shopping mall. I'm Freebear, one of the hosts, and I announced a few weeks ago that after a long, long time, my wife and I were getting a divorce. I'm Hot Wings, and I grew up in a family surrounded by automotive stuff. Hi, I'm Kelly, and over the weekend, my boyfriend and I did a really long road trip. My name is Rachel, uh, and oh, how the tables have turned. I'm dating my roommate now. These are their jumping off points. Mm. What do you do with that? Well, I'll give you the answer. Nothing. (laughs) So here they have to talk about the around the room bit. And because it's radio, they had an around the room bit from the day before, but that was in the 10 o'clock hour and they have more listeners in the 730 slot. So now they have to rehash this and get it going again. All the fun stuff you have to do when you're a morning DJ. And this is them rehashing what happened the day before. But first, uh, yesterday, late in the show, we do that thing where we go around the room. And if you only listen at this time of day, you've literally never heard it. But we try to do it a couple times. It's just a quick stop on each person, something either about them from old times or now or whatever. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, uh, you know, free beer, hot wings, Joe, we always get to go because we're selfish. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most of the time, Steve and Kelly get to go. And Rachel, it's like, if we have time, we'll turn the microphone on. And yesterday... We had time, and this happened. My name's Rachel, uh, and oh, how the tables have turned. I'm dating my roommate now. I love that they say, if we have time, we'll get to Rachel. All they have is time. They, that's their only job is to fill time. And what she said took three seconds. There, you don't need time. It's, it was three seconds. I'm Rachel, and, I date, and the tables have turned. I date a roommate. Right. A table. What the fuck table are we talking about? No one knows the table. If I listen at seven, I might know what table was that your roommate. <laughs> so Rachel apparently had these two guy roommates, and now she's dating one of them. And this woman is a drip. She has no personality. There's nothing going on here. So one of her around the rooms the next day is she's explaining a gift that she received from her new boyfriend. So the other day, Nick, my boyfriend, bought me a new microphone for my computer. 
Uh, oh, so nice. then I can talk with him and his friends while we play Minecraft together. And I'm very <laughs> excited. <laughs> so. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? How is that funny or interesting? It's not. Nick bought me a microphone for my computer because I needed one. Was her story that she just told. Which so, also means Nick didn't want to do that. And she's like, why won't you let me talk with your friends when you play Minecraft? So now she, he had to buy one so this drip can be on there and go, the tables have turned. Like, oh, we got it. <laughs> That's her catchphrase. She just goes, <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs> I like it better when Pat says it. So they're trying to make something out of this because she just said, my boyfriend bought me something I needed. I don't know what you do with that. Now, this is not what you would do with that, but this is what they decided to do. Imagine if he got you a football. <laughs> that would, I would look at him and be like, are you nuts? We're broken up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to translate that real quick. Basically, the guy's going, if he had gotten you something that you didn't want and was ridiculous, that would be a topic we could talk about. Like, if he got you a football, then we could talk about it. But he got you a microphone that you needed. So what are we going to do with that, you dumb asshole? I think that's how I would sum that up. I could be wrong. I, that's the best. I don't even know what you would do. The football is not even funny. Like, what do you do with it? Like, Dude. literally, they could have said any. Even if you don't want to do blue, you could be like, "There's something else shaped like a microphone." He could have got you that would excite you more in the bedroom, and then you could play with that or something. But just a football. Like, why would it just be for her? She'd have to throw it to fucking somebody. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if he said, "Take this football and go find a new friend," then okay, that's fine. Or finally, you'll play with some balls or something. It's just literally, oh, football. Like, if you got nothing, wings, then say nothing. That's what I mean. These guys are terrible at improv. They never come up with anything funny, but they have confidence for some reason. So they're teasing. There's a lot of teasing. We'll talk about that. But they're teasing. But if you're wondering, if you're wondering, like, oh, maybe they don't know each other. The two of them. Wings and beer have been together since 19 fucking 97. They've been, they were college roommates. They've known each other for since longer than most people listening have been alive. And they don't have any chemistry whatsoever for being together that long. And what are the chances that a guy named free beer would meet a guy named hot wings? Insane. (laughs) How did they meet up? Stars aligned that day. So here's another example. They're teasing a segment that's coming up and he says something that can't possibly be true. Soon, the I can't wait to talk about blank segment is on the way. What a joy. Probably some funny things will happen. I like our chances. That's coming up in just a few minutes. It is the Free Beer and Hot Wigs show. We're going to do this bit. We'll probably say funny things. I like our chances. Why? Because you guys laugh at everything you say? These guys laugh at everything they say, whether it makes sense or not. You said blank or black? <laughs> I think you said blank. Okay, I was like, this is going to be a great segment. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fast forward to that. I was like, geez, I'm getting edgy at the 10 o'clock hour. So this is Joe. Again, we love Joe. But this is so confusing. There's no way to follow this conversation. And dare I say, there might be too many people on mic on this show. There might be like three or four too many people who have a microphone in front of their faces because it gets very chaotic. Because he missed Halloween. Yeah, 1973. Jan Brady. Right, I was born in 1972. So Hot Wings bargained his way from oh, Godfather well, to 72. Jan Brady. Oh, okay. I got you. Jesus. No, you Were you here? Can't it. follow. Yeah. Can't. Okay. Because I thought I was going to, like, you know, pull a slick one. Yeah, you're always trying to pull a slick one. We're always trying to stop you. I know. Yeah, I always assume that's why you take your iPad to the bathroom. <laughs> Where's true. Joe pulling his slick one? <laughs> what is going on here? 
to your point earlier, Pat, about why not make a dildo joke with the microphone? Like, that's normally what they would have done. I'm surprised they didn't. Mm-hmm. Everything is just lowest common denominator jerk-off jokes. It doesn't even make sense! In, in the context of it, it's like, what, what the fuck are we talking about? They, okay, the guy jerks off at work, great! What? They're cutting each other off to say that. They're all taught when I did when you guys took the quote from me saying your podcast stinks. It's because I hate when 80 people talk over each other. You're a goddamn syndicated radio show. Mute a mic or two. Why are there eight <laughs> people there? If, if you watch some of their videos, there's they do this. I don't know if you're gonna get it. They do a trivia thing a lot too. And when they do that, six people sit on mic but don't talk while two people do trivia and the other ones go, mm-hmm, and that's it. It's like you don't need a choir in the background. Turn off some mics. Yeah. I got an idea. If they're doing the trivia bit and you're not part of it, go have a cigarette outside. It's fine. We don't need you right now. It's fine. Take a break. Speaking of taking a breaks, we got to take a break, but we'll be right back after this. <laughs> Do you remember when John C. Dvorak said this? Uh, it's vapid. It, I mean, it, all, all these are vapid. It's just like, and they've got millions of listeners in many cases. And now back to your favorite rubber dicks. I gave the audience like about a 10-minute recital. It's Who Are These Podcasts? And we're back with Pat Oates on Who Are These Podcasts. Coming up later, we're talking about Senator John's Patreon fail. But first, we're talking about free beer and hot wings. You got to reset all the time, Pat. Let people know what's going on. Jeff in the Jingles Department. It's me, Pat. Fried cheese and sauce oats, or whatever the fuck name I would have. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. This is a fun one. They're trying to set up. They just want to play some audio from Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. He does this. He's on some talk show promoting something, and he breaks down the entire plot of Breaking Bad in about a 90-second clip. And it's kind of a fun thing. And they're just trying to set that up so they can play it. For some reason... The guy decides to shut the other guy's point and just totally derail the conversation. Aaron Paul played Jesse Pinkman on what I think is uh, the best TV show I've ever watched. Start to finish. It and was there's a lot of good competition. Consistently good. Um, and if well, you... There was that Skylar shoplifting thing. Oh. I've, that was a weird... Not Skylar. The, the, Hank's, uh, uh, Hank's wife. Oh, yeah. Hank's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the girl that looked purple. Great. What... Okay, this is a show that had how many seasons? Five, six seasons? And the guy wants to nitpick a specific episode and a specific part? I thought I was nitpicking too much. This fucking asshole's like, you think that's a great show? What about that one scene from season three, episode seven? I didn't think that was very good. Like, all right, whatever. And he didn't even know which character was involved in it. They're totally unprepared. have a joke with it. After, like, literally just with that part stinks. And then that was it. And now you're screwed. Like, the guy's trying to do a segment. Have yes. something about it. But why put it out there just to go, well, yeah, I don't like that part. Skyler, fuck him. He's, he's uh, just trying to set up an audio clip that they're going to play. How do they not know these guys are radio veterans? They've been doing this forever. How does he not know to just get out of the way of that and let that happen? I don't know. There was that one thing I new people. Like. They're like Menudo. Yeah. They keep taking on new people all the time. They keep adding on. And that cheese came in a year ago. The other, they have two producers, and neither one can produce the fucking show. There's two of them. <laughs> Which, by the way, and, and all of them are on mic. All of them are on mic all the time, and I can't tell any of them apart with their voices. That's why you got to get like, four, guys like four white men and a lady. That's what they should be called. That's why you got to get guys like Pat Oates on and Crows. You need people with some different voices so you can decipher these types of things when you're listening to it. 
I have no idea. So they bring up Breaking Bad, and then they have a conversation that they're totally unprepared to have about Breaking Bad. That show was so crazy intense. It was. There were a lot of those intense moments, like when Walt hit that guy with his car to save Jesse. Remember that? Mm-mm. Oh. It sounds great. Though. Was that a joke? No. Did that happen? I don't remember that <laughs> I at all. I wasn't sure. I'm like, did this really happen? No, this, it looked like one of those tricks. <laughs> I think it was one of the. I think it was one of the many moments where they go, "We are going to part ways. We will not be together. Yeah, screw you, Jesse. Screw you, Walt. Blah 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 blah." I blah. do know what you're talking about. And then liar. Oh yeah, no, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 that part. Yeah, that 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 part. Now, now I remember. Why are they talking about Breaking Bad? How long ago did that show end? Why are they still talking about it? Years though? and years ago. Because they just years wanted to play ago. that one clip, but then they get into this conversation that no one knows what they're talking about. Ugh. It's so long ago that there was a spinoff show that's, think, isn't Better Call Saul almost done now, too? Better like, Call Saul sounds another... like fifth season. Yeah, I know. Right. So I'm saying, like, it's so long ago. And the best part is he's like, he hit him with a car, and the other guy goes, oh. What, what noise <laughs> is that? I've never known of anyone. Dude, you got an offender bender? Oh. Like, what's that a noise you make? Not even a real oh. one on a TV show. They're all okay. It's fine. They're fine. I've seen Brian Cranston do interviews. He didn't actually die. That was just his character. They're fine. There's just intense moments, like when a guy hit a guy with a car. That's more than intense. That's a car. that's a manslaughter. I mean, that's not a thing. That's more than intense. So one of the things that you might notice if you listen to Freebeard Hot Wings in the morning is there is laughter over everything. You will never tell if a good joke is told or not because everything that anyone says gets the same reaction. Here's an example of that. Just paste your big sister's comb, the one that folds in your hair over your eyes. I don't know if anyone, what are those called? But what? And this isn't over-the-top laughter, but listen to this guy laughing at what he's saying, and then it's revealed he has no idea what he's talking about. Just paste your big sister's comb, the one that folds in your hair over your eyes. I don't know if anyone, what are those called, but whatever. Someone knows what I'm talking about. Nope. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Free beer is who I pointed at. Nope. Never mind. No. This is going great. <laughs> I would think that you'd want to talk about things people could relate to. He's talking about some Robocom. Now, I don't know what he's talking about, but for some reason, they keep talking about it for a while. And there's some great jokes that come out of it, like this one. I need your Robocom and your regular comb. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Scott Shannon right there. There's a Classic. tree on my house. Memories. <laughs> it's a, like a battery car. <laughs> I was say, I've been a guest on several morning shows, and sometimes you run into morning shows where they do have that shtick and stuff, but in the break, they literally go, I'm going to say this, so if you don't know anything about it, go Google it quick, or at least, you know, make this joke. Like, they set each other up to be the cheese balls that they are, and the ones that don't are actually good at being improv, but this show, it looks like they're not telling the other people what they're going to talk about, but the other people have no idea how to improv, so it's like, you're talking about combs. The other guy's just laughing because he's probably trying to think, what the fuck do I say? I'll just laugh. I don't know what to do. Yes, that's a really good point. When they don't know what to say, their immediate reaction is to giggle. I don't know how to add to this conversation, so I'll just giggle like an idiot. This is that comb joke I just played in the larger context. You can see what's going on here. What was your Catwoman costume, Joe? Would you wear your sister's other comb? <laughs> yes. 
Yes, I would. I can't decide what to beat this year. Katie, what kind of hair equipment do you have? I need your robo-comb and your regular comb. <laughs> <laughs> just, just carrying a pet comb. I know. I'm a comb salesman. <laughs> that probably... <laughs> Trick or treat. Costume of all time. You know, all the I'm years... I'm a door-to-door comb salesman. Uh, did you know it's Halloween? <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. My parents make me do this. All right, so I had to pull another ISO from that clip, which is this one. I'm a comb salesman. <laughs> That's going to stay on the board for a while. What that, a retard. That did make me laugh. What <laughs> a fucking retard. Oh, my God. The stupidest thing I've ever. And he was so proud of it. He almost couldn't get it out. He was like, I'm a comb salesman. <laughs> he thought that was a zinger. He thought they were going to shut down the show and hit to the break. Like you'd have to, you can't follow it. Hit the bumper. There's yeah, no reason to talk. Take anymore. that right to the post. That was it, my friend. Conversation over. I'm a comb salesman. <laughs> He's cracking up. It does keep getting funnier. <laughs> oh, it's great. I'm a comb salesman. Is is the occupation you want to yell out? I'm a comb. You're going to be after this show's airs. So lose your job. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, we got to take a break, but we'll be back right after this break. So please stick around. Do you remember when Croge said this? I might be, I might be making that up. I was going to say 1862, but. And now back to your favorite rubber dicks. But point being, you know, it's who are these podcasts? Hey, welcome back to Who Are These Podcasts. We got Jeff from the Jingles Department. Pat Oates is back with us. Producer Chris in studio. I'm your host, Carl. Thanks for listening to the show, everybody. Don't forget to support us. Patreon.com slash Who Are These Podcasts. A frigid morning. We're going to be highs of 45 later this afternoon. Commutes are running smoothly as of this hour. But keep your dial right here, everybody. Because we got weather and we got traffic on the 8s. That's our commitment to you. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> Do you remember when Andy's brother Joe said this? There will be no punches pulled with this fucking show because okay. these people are awful. And now back to your favorite rubber dicks. Millennials with no fucking jobs. <laughs> it's Who Are These Podcasts? All right, so we were talking before about how they do a podcast segment at the end. It's just for the uh, the idiots or the fancy idiots or something. So free beer has been talking about how he's going through a divorce. He's been talking about it a lot. And this is a little bit of a longer clip, but it's horribly cringeworthy in my opinion. Um, I have, I have something I want to share with you, but it's an, it's an overshare. Okay. It's, it's uh, out of character. So um, knowing that my wife was going to move out, I had come up with a target date of October. I had this um, trepidation that, she would move out, and I already had somewhat ceased taking care of myself. And I had this idea that I would be sitting around eating pizza drunk all the time, beating off. Two weeks before <laughs> she moved out, like, I ceased doing the third one for the first time in my life. Now, I wasn't like a chronic whacker, <laughs> but especially at this age, not that often. But I also had never thought, hey, deny that for a minute. Now, furthermore, you get a lot done. I was low testosterone for all those years. My balls were just there. And so combined the two things of having appropriate testosterone, my brain's going crazy right about now. Um, like there are parts of me that I thought were dead. Uh, so that's been fun. But so, yeah. Wait, is that it? 
That's good. My balls are on fire. That's, That's great. what I'm telling you. That's, but it's, um, yeah. So that's something. You're rediscovering yourself. That's nice. Yeah, I you am. are. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. So I feel happy mm. for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. I didn't mean to suck the air out of the room. When you're a radio host, do you have to apologize for sucking the air out of the room? So basically what this guy just said, let me just break it down. He's getting older and he can't get a heart on anymore. So he decided to stop jerking off and now he's getting boners again. Is that what everybody just heard? And it was probably the most interesting thing the guys ever shared. And they didn't know what the fuck. It, like, literally, he's breaking down. He's like, my wife's leaving. I don't know what to do. My dick doesn't. I thought I was going to get laid again. I, my dick doesn't work. And then she's just like, oh, okay. And then the other one's like, yeah, jerking off. It's like, what the fuck? Like, finally, this guy, free beer, is telling you that the beer's going to have to cost money now because he's, he's losing half his beer to his fucking wife. He's jerking off all the time. It's buy one, get one now. It's gonna we're gonna be charging a lot more for our stupid idiots and all that. And the guy's looking to get laid. He's saying this out loud, so some lady listening will be like, Oh, I'll help you keep your dick hard, free beer. Like something. And they all just went, Okay. I hope you're a comb salesman. It's like, what the fuck? Like do something. You, he, the guy's jerking off in the morning. He, I've been on morning shows where they'd be like afraid to say that. He's like, he said his piece of balls. He's jerking off. The guy's going at it. And they're like, okay, go back to the break. Yeah, I agree. And that's why I have that clip is because it is actually compelling content. That's real. Not everything that happens in your personal life is compelling content. You know, having a boyfriend buy you a microphone, not compelling. But what this guy's talking about might actually be interesting for some people. And they don't know what to do with that. They just Especially leave them out to dry. Is- show is syndicated in like 30 markets yeah free beer is making some goddamn money i want to know about mrs free beer what she's going to do with half that goddamn money you want to know what kind of bitch is leaving i want to hear this like he even said like it's an overshare it's like no you finally shared it's an overshare you finally and then all the rest of the 80 dopes are like whatever <laughs> i know there's 80 people with a microphone one of them could have said something Oh, good, but Rachel's dating her fucking roommate. We have to give a shit. Free beers, losing all his cash. (laughs) Pat, breaking it down for us. So there's a lot of things that these guys do that are traditional media tropes, things that no longer work, but people are holding on to them. For example, I watch local news from time to time on television, and the meteorologist at the beginning will always say, extended forecast coming up later. You're like, asshole, it's literally on my phone in front of me on the coffee table. I know exactly what the weather is going to be if I want to. This is an example of them trying to tease something that's coming up later in the show. All right, on the way, which is the, who is the famous celebrity? Like, I would say mega famous, who was nearly Marty McFly. At least they auditioned for it. Not very good. I mean, I'm no acting coach, but boy, this, is, this sucks. This is me? That's next. It is the Free Beer and Hot Week Show. Stick around through the commercial break because we're going to talk about who auditioned to be Marty McFly. I Googled it. It's Ben Stiller. It was the first result. There's like three or four people, but you could Google all of it. Why would you do anything where you could Google it during the break? Yeah, guys, the only way to find out this information is to stick around or use that device that's in your pocket that you're on 24-7. You can always do you that, want to tease, If you want to tease something, you go, hey, uh, after the break, free beer's having trouble doing something. Guess what it is? <laughs> you can't Google that. Like, oh, God, he was jerking off. Who knew? It's like That's what you tease. You don't tease Ben Stiller could have been Michael J. Fox. <laughs> and then they, they, they get these terrible teases 
where they tease something and then talk about it 10 seconds later. There was no reason to tease it. Premier and Alex report in a moment. A school should probably know what a period looks like. We'll explain. If the signals are going at a railroad crossing, don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Ever. Stop. Trains can't. Let's get to this. So a school uh, sent a student home for having symptoms of COVID. And I know. So that was just an ad read he had to get in there. It was a 10-second ad read. He's like, in a minute, we're going to talk about blah, 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 blah. And then he goes right into it. He's like, you didn't have to do that at all. I hate that music bed that he uses, too. You're not a fan of that? I'll bet you anything he plays in a band, and it was his band. <laughs> it's the most generic sounding rock. definitely ride. his band. Yeah. Oh, without it, you're right. That's his band. <laughs> like, they play on this side. It's like, you know, the it's like Free Logger, because he can't use the same name, but that's the name of the band. <laughs> Just switches up a little bit. <laughs> and by the way, I listen to a bunch of podcasts and radio shows and stuff like that. Who's getting hit by trains this much? Why is that a thing that everyone's talking about? I Who doesn't know to look out for trains? I know they just played that, but that's not like every wrestling podcast I listen to, sports podcast. There's always advertisements for watch out for a train. What the fuck? If you're getting hit by a train, you deserve to die. What I want to I'm know. sorry. What I want to know, Pat, is why aren't they advertising on who are these podcasts? I want to talk about trade safety. Come on, way, help me be, out here. I'm great with trade be, safety. If you're passionate you'd about it, caboose, it, you'd make a caboose joke and they get offended. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, We're not paying you full price for that. Can I at least get some hot wigs? No, for they're free. The beer's free. The beer's so, free. Are the wings free? That's a good question because they're two guys. So hot wigs just exists on its own. It's just hot wigs. Just hot wings. You can't, you got, you, but you need so them together. Stupid. And by the way, I know you can say that woman, whatever, Cheeseboro, they just call her Cheese. It's because her last name's Cheeseboro. They didn't even try with that one. <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. Is that who Kelly is? Kelly's Cheese? Kelly's, Kelly is Cheese. When you read, they all have bios on their site and you can read it. And by the way, if we, I know we're saying we like Joe, but literally read the bio. Joe is the only likable thing on this goddamn show. Even when you read the bio, it's a likable bio. Everyone else has other, like, Free beer and hot wings have other nicknames. Like one's like Burn Unit or like El Matador. <laughs> they have like fifteen fucking nicknames on here for all the things they do. But Joe's like he knows he knows sports sometimes and he's a good guy. And then like Kelly only came on a year ago, probably because they got yelled at for being four white men without a woman, and they had to take her on. Do anything else from the bios that jumps out at you there, Pat? Well, I've been I've been reading it like it's the Bible. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh it's very it's very long. You learn. I mean, I learned all. Oh, um. Hot Wings is the uh, mayor of Awesome Town and the minister of Flavor. Not minister of Flavor. No hard R's there. Hard R's. Minister of Flavor. This guy he sounds... loves muscle car. He loves muscle cars and hates liberals. This guy sounds pretty hip. Hot Wings hates liberals. Does it really say that? Yeah, I'm not kidding. We a bunch of people. I, I don't need to add any jokes to this guy's bio. Jesus Christ. Oh, these guys are fun, aren't they? At the end of each episode, they do a what did we learn bit, which uh, I believe was stolen from the Dan Patrick show. But, yeah, I could be wrong. And uh, this is an example of that. What did we learn today? Said a very loud man. Rachel, what did you learn? I learned that Wizards of Azerbaijan is the first and worst unreleased Harry Potter book. (laughs) (laughs) So out of context, that means nothing and is not funny. If you're going to do a what did we learn, you might want to package it in a way that we know what the fuck you're talking about. Here's another example. Here's what Hot Wings learned on the episode. Hot Wings. <laughs> what did you learn? I learned that Kelly will die choking on green nuts, but not Stuart's. His are fine plums. Yes. <laughs> Perfectly plump. <laughs> what? Ugh. 
this <laughs> podcast is just a big eye roll. All I want to do is just like I'm rolling my eyes so far back. I do like they don't care about me too at all. Like I, I do like a morning show that's just like out of context. I just said that Kelly swallows nuts. I should they're mention like, they're in thirty markets. None of them are major markets. Oh, most of them are in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Okay, so they have a very specific audience that has not gotten around to the Me Too movement just yet. Every time they get to a new market, they take on. That's where these people are coming from. They steal a person. Like the executive producer was from New Jersey. Like I'm not even kidding. The, the bio is great. They went to New Jersey and then took on the executive producer and stole him away. They got into Atlanta, which, by the way, Kelly does not ever call it Hotlanta. She calls it Atlanta, and uh, she doesn't like Hotlanta, even though she rapped to get her first radio job and she did a rap freestyle. That's that's true. Read it in the bio. Oh, no. But they got they stole her from Atlanta. So everywhere that every time they go somewhere, they steal someone from someone else's show and it, and ruin another radio station. Probably <laughs> that's awesome. That's the only way that they're able to get into these markets. Like, fine, we'll take on your shitty morning jock. It's we have plenty of microphones. We might as well have <laughs> them come on up. They probably, they probably do a survey and they go, what do you like most about this morning show? And they're like, oh, Kelly's a fun one. They're like, yep, steal her. And they just go and just steal the people. <laughs> and then and then to say, well, now since you don't have Kelly anymore, put us in your market and syndicate us and we'll just take your money that way. It's, it's a great move. It's I've never seen it done before, but I, I do like it. Makes sense. It's like the Yankees. They just go and buy you know, in sports. So we'll just buy all your people, and then you can't have a good team anymore. That's the free beer and hot wings are just the evil empire. That's all they are. They're like the Yankees if the Yankees were poaching players from double A. It's not like they're getting the best. It's not like the Yankees. The Yankees are winners. Oh, how dare you. Cheese? Cheese is a winner. <laughs> Cheese is like Mickey Mantle. Uh, hear me out. Hear me out. There's a lot of correlations here. Uh, let's talk about some of the jokes that they have. Apparently there was a story about spirit air and somebody got on the airplane very drunk and then vomited on somebody else. And now you guys know the spirit air is kind of a discount airline. Maybe this is a joke. I don't know what it means. So please explain it to me after you hear it. The guy who lost his lunch also lost his chance to fly. He was escorted off the plane. After the delay, the flight crew thanked passengers. <laughs> it was. I'm surprised on spirit if you... <laughs> If you puke in someone's hair, they don't give you uh, wings to put on. If you puke on somebody on spirit, they give you wings to put on. What does that mean? Do you know? I do know what this means. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it, John. Well, when you were a little kid, if you fly, sometimes they would give you like pilot wings. Pin. Because of that pin. Yeah. Oh, okay. And sometimes you get to sit in the cockpit on not the pilot's to, lap. Not to date myself, but that is so old. <laughs> Is that what that is? Because I didn't know what that meant. It's so old. And can't do that joke when your show one guy's called Wings. Like it made no sense. Like literally, <laughs> sounds like you're putting the guy on it. Because if you don't listen, if you don't know, like only like three of us know about the wings being put on. So because you watched Airplane when you were a kid, like they put wings on you. Yeah, if you're a little kid, you get a little pin, or you're like retarded or something. Here's a pin. Have a good time. <laughs> It sounds like you're just putting the co-host of the show on someone when you throw up. It's... All right. So I, that one was beyond me. Maybe that was a decent joke. Here's another oh, it was, example. It, it wasn't a decent oh, joke. Oh, it wasn't? Okay. Oh, oh no, you're I right. It just, even, even now that we gave the context, it still sucks as a joke. Another thing these guys do, and all hacky morning teams do this, is they tag each other's jokes. So you say something, it just has to keep going on and on forever. They're talking about this story where this one town in Texas 
has this day where they get together and they round up all the rattlesnakes and then they skin them and, and kill them. And it's kind of like whacking day from the Simpsons. I think it's based on, on this. So this is them trying to make jokes about the milking pit at this rattlesnake roundup. As soon as the snakes come in, all of them are weighed in. Then as soon as they're weighed, they come and they make the journey to the milking pit. We milk okay. the venom out of the... I don't ever want to go anywhere where oh. there's a milking pit. The milking <laughs> no. pit. No, no, yeah, there, I can't think of one positive spin for something called milking pit. Everything mm-hmm. about this, you could just take it and replace it with porno, and it's all the most <laughs> disgusting <laughs> things that you've ever heard, like, mm-hmm. imagined. What? The guy goes, I don't know. I don't even want to know about this thing. Okay, well, that's not a good joke. You're not adding on anything there. You can replace that with porno. Replace what with porno? What are you talking about? Calling jizz milk? I, I don't know. I don't I, I, didn't I, wouldn't, I didn't go jerk off with milk. I mean, and yes, there are good things, like an actual milking pit. Like, you can't say there's nothing there. There are pits where people go there and milk cows and get milk. So, yeah, we know what it means. You could think of venom of a snake. Maybe, like, a woman's tits you could do it, but, like, I guess you call jerking off milking it, but I don't watch that genre. Maybe this guy just shared his favorite porn genre and we didn't realize it. That must be it because I don't watch those videos myself. It's not my thing. Like speaking of Asians groping on a bus, I'm like what, dude? Like <laughs> I know, it's just what I like, you know. It's just... <laughs> I guess that joke wasn't as good as I'm a comb salesman. <laughs> Also, there's another great throwaway line later on after that one. There's a hobo in your car. Ooh, where's that going? <laughs> These are just punchlines, baby. They're just one-liners. You can't beat I them. Hope, I hope they bring up hobosexual. You know they do. There's oh, no way they don't. That is a hack joke they must do. Another thing they do to fill time is they have an advice segment. Now, typically on an advice segment, like Dick Masterson does these, people write in to Dick Masterson to ask him for his advice, typically on, on dating and things like that. But this is... Not that they go to a subreddit. They go to a subreddit and read. I, I believe the subreddit is called "Am I the Asshole," and then they read something and then have a long, drawn discussion about it. But the person who is posting that will never hear it. It's not like they wrote it into their show and they're looking for the answers. So this is just a waste of everybody's time that they're trying to give out this advice. Here's an example: People need advice. We like giving it. They send their advice questions to other people, and then we hijack it. And answer their advice. And usually call the people stupid. Sometimes we usually. get We have our own advice. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. Needers. And you can send that in. Could you imagine if we just cherry picked people's questions from the internet and then ridiculed them? That's not a bad format, actually. I should look <laughs> into that. Who are these Redditors? Jingles, you got a song for that ready to go? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> good, good answer. <laughs> No and. No. All right. I have one more clip here. I didn't write notes about it because I messed up. So let's see what this is. It's just called I'm Confused. Uh, <laughs> I learned that a lot of the audience isn't sure if the large thing referring to Kelly's uh, private moments was a turd or her badge. <laughs> we all get confused about that. I'm confused now. Yeah. That came up. It's yeah. Like, usually in staff meetings. <laughs> did he say turd or her badge? I, yes, I believe he did. so. He said I believe Said so. Veg. That is so insulting. You think? Yes. Well, it didn't get a laugh from anybody, though. And then he said staff meetings, which is obviously a penis joke that didn't fly. Like, they're talking about fucking Kelly at the meetings. Like, like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's hear that again. It, it, that came up. It's yeah, like, usually in staff meetings. 
her turd came up in a staff meeting? Her vag. Her vag and her poopal. Like, they're just going to fuck Kelly. That's all. And Rachel and her boyfriend <laughs> watch. It's like, that's going to happen. <laughs> I think you're right. Maybe I do need to become a fancy idiot. And then right when they come on her face, she has to yell, I'm a comb salesman. And that's <laughs> I'm how a they comb salesman. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh. That's the safe word. <laughs> so this show is mind-boggling, confusing. I'm not sure if they're gaining audience, if it not for the radio show. I can't imagine people are discovering this podcast. Like, you looked for this podcast. You found a couple episodes on Spotify. They were like teaser episodes, right? I found those. And also you could find a lot of the free clips on YouTube are just, they do a trivia thing. And there's a lot of that where it's, you know, a caller calls in and battles either Kelly or Joe. And it's just painstakingly long. And there's just a lot of silence. And then the, the host messes up most of the questions and then goes, sorry, I read it wrong in the middle of the trivia thing. It's, it's painful. Yeah. I listened to that too. The trivia questions are super easy. They'll say, uh, what's a, Four-letter word that has three S's in it. Me, oh, also, not listen, you made it even harder. It was, what's a four-letter word that means attitude that has three S's in it? Right. Like, they literally told you the word. And here's the best part of that dumb clip. When you don't want to answer, you have to say pass. Right. So they would say pass. The, the guy answered and said sass, but the host didn't give him credit because he thought he said pass. <laughs> it's like, how the fuck you <laughs> fuck that up? That's not a good question if it sounds like pass. Hey, and then the last one was like uh, he read it wrong. It was supposed to be risotto, but he's like, name a pasta grain that's in water. And they're both like didn't know what to do. And at the end, he goes, oh, I'm sorry. I read it completely wrong. It's risotto. They're like, wait, what? Like, you're with one job, fucking free beer. I know you're going through a divorce. The times are tough and you can't jerk <laughs> off, but read the goddamn fucking question. Yeah. <laughs> this segment is ridiculous because they're trying to prove how stupid everybody is. And yes, everybody on the show is stupid and all the listeners are stupid. That's what we learned from that segment. Like, okay, great. Good job. Call them idiots on purpose. It's not like it's ironic. You're all idiots. It's like, it, it makes sense. You know who's not idiots? Anthony Cumia and Brian Johnson. Now, Brian Johnson has been on the show. We got to get him back again sometime soon. He had some kind words for us when he was on the Anthony Cumia show this past week. I just want to play a quick clip from that. They're talking about Anthony's moving out of New York. He's selling his house. He wants to move down south. And he said, hey, if I just put the skyline, the New York skyline up behind me, because that's what he uses as his green screen background, it's like no one will even know where I am, so it doesn't matter. And, of course, this leads to Stuttering John conversations. I think, doesn't Stuttering John have a background that's not actually his house or something? Yeah, he downloaded it <laughs> from fucking, uh, I think if you put living room in Google, it's the first picture that came up. That's what, <laughs> who are these podcasts said? Oh. Uh, which is hilarious. I fucking I, love those guys. Oh, they're so funny. Oh, thanks, everybody. Aww. Thanks to everyone involved. Dave, feel free to listen every now and again. He called me Kyle the other day. That's close. 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 It's close. I'll give it to him. Close. Stuttering John has a Patreon, and somebody in the Discord just showed me the update. I guess he's up to 19 Patreon supporters. 19. Honestly, that's pathetic and depressing for him, but a lot more than I thought he was going to get. I want to know who these people are. I want to know who they are, too. I guarantee one of them is his sister. One of them is One's probably him. Royce. Yeah, two of them are him. <laughs> He's got, you know, his, his ex-co-host. All these co-hosts that feel bad for him are on there. Maybe how, Noel Castle. I, I figured you'd be one. No, I am not one because you don't have to be. He says that when you sign up for his Patreon, you get exclusive Beer on the Balcony episodes. Now, Beer on the Balcony are the episodes 
where he likes to drink beer on his balcony and answer questions. Basically, respond to trolls, which is fun. You know, those are fun episodes. I think Crozier had a lot of great clips last week from that. But good news, you don't have to be on Patreon because John cannot figure it out. Is anybody here from Patreon? All right, so Nikki B got here through the link. Okay. Because if not, I got to, you know, I got to, you know, I got to figure it out. Yeah. He's going on YouTube like he always does. Anyone who subscribes to the channel gets the notification John is now live on YouTube. He puts the link on Patreon. Like, that's how that works at all, you idiot. You got to make it a private. I, I didn't want to explain it to him. I just think it's really funny that he tried to do a Patreon-only episode for his, you know, dozen patrons. And it's just, like he's set up a lemonade stand and wrote free and then stood there with a register going, if you want to pay, you can. Like, why would I? You wrote fucking free on it, you moron. That's how you explain it. You wrote free. It's free. Why would I pay? Oh, you know, I'm going to go in and hear the same dumb thing for money. So considering John still can't get out of his own way, and we've been talking about John too much, so I'm not going to harp on that today, even though he was going after Anthony Kubia pretty hard. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to let that go. I don't need to keep this going. It's fine. I was mad when I started seeing him battle with other people. I'm like, no, you fight with Carl. You fight with no one, you motherfucker. I don't right. like when he's battling other people. Yeah. Yeah. Why is Chrissy Mayer stealing my shtick? Come on. Why is she it's why is Chrissy dabbling in what you do? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I'll quote it. <laughs> All right. As you guys know, last week we had John C. Dvorak from the No Agenda Show come on WATP. And he talked about that on the next episode of No Agenda that they recorded the day after he recorded with us. And he had some nice things to say about it. So, of course, I want to play that for everyone. Saturday, I did, finally did record these podcasts. Oh, you, you finally did the show. Fantastic. Yeah. How was it? I, well, those guys are brutal. Uh, <laughs> it's a good show. I think people should listen to it. It's yep. they, But th- these guys are so brutal. They're so brutal. I mean, how brutal are they? They're so brutal. I mean, they really go after these people. And poor, poor podcast, podcast lousy producers. Podcast, <laughs> poor, po- poor podcast producers. They go after them in big, but it, but in a really big, <laughs> the big ridiculing way. Nice. So it's it's actually a very funny podcast. You want to sing along with this one, uh, Jennifer? Victory, victory lap. Carl's taking a victory lap. So obviously when people like John C. Dvorak say that we're brutal and uh, Brian Johnson says that we're hilarious, we like to play those clips. Please keep talking about how awesome we are so that I can fill up some time because I got to fill time over here. <laughs> Traffic's still going strong on the 490. All right. The back with cars with the comb salesmen are out there trying to sell them combs. <laughs> so the reason why Jen from the jingles department is here is because her and I listened to an entire episode of dead town. Mm. Doug from the jingles department recommended that we do this. Yeah. I'm angry with him. Doug is obsessed with Patrick Michael. He's changed his schedule in life around listening to every single thing that Patrick Michael puts out, which by the way is a lot. Now he's got this new one called, Life from the trailer park or something like that. I'm hearing good things about that one. That's where he has co-hosts on. He's got a little more energy. He's fired up a little bit. But we listened to an episode of Dead Town. And Dead Town has long been one of my favorites because it's all about paranormal. Let's get into it. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me... 
Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. So this episode, he decides to, what he's going to do, he's going to watch a horror movie on Amazon Prime and podcast during it. But instead, he finds, I'm going to play the clip that sets this up. You guys will hear for yourselves what the format is of this episode. I'm doing it live, sort of, okay? Basically, that just means that I'm going to record while I watch it. And I'm, I'm alone. It's the middle of the night. It is actually 1.15 in the morning. I have one light on. I got a candle going. So he watches this documentary that has to do with paranormal activity. These guys are, you know, ghost hunters or whatever the fuck. And the, the claim is... There's real paranormal activity captured on tape for the first time, and it's in this documentary. So this intrigues Patrick Michael enough that he's going to sit there and watch it. Now, this isn't one of those things where he says, all right, everyone has Amazon Prime, so you can watch this along with me. We're going to hit play right now, and away we go. No, it's literally just him watching something, and he'll just be commenting on shit that you can't even hear what he's talking about. So it's not even a watch along where you're like, you know, you're going to go with him and and do the whole thing. It's just him. You're just listening to him watching. You're just listening to him watching something that he doesn't enjoy very much. It's insane. It's an hour long. While he sets the mood with a candle, like he's a, like an exhausted mom after bringing kids to soccer, sitting in the tub. (laughs) I I got candles and I've got, you know, little lotions. It's like, 1am. Isn't that late? You asshole. (laughs) Most people here listening are up till 1am. Well, the, the funny thing is, is that he talks about how wouldn't it be great to go to an actual haunted house and podcast from there? And this is one of the things that he does that I always enjoy, where he brings up an idea and then talks himself out of it, decides that it was a bad idea and he shouldn't do it. I mean, truly, that would be a fucking great idea to take the podcast on the road into a haunted house and podcast, do a whole episode, hour and a half, 90 minutes, sit there in the dark, one candle, and just do what I'm doing right now. But, of course, it'd be darker, and I wouldn't have sound of the TV or anything like that. It would be terrifying, truly. That's a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) You know what would be crazy? I scared the shit of myself and podcasted during it. Oh, no, actually, that'd be terrifying, and I would shit myself. Never mind. I don't want to do that at all. It's a really bad idea. He's amazing. He He is. is. There's so many gems in this episode. So many things jumped out at me where he just says shit because he's talking, but he can't make sense in his own brain. So everything that comes out is nonsense. Here's an example. So apparently this documentary has a narrator. I mean, they have a narrator. There's a guy talking. But then again, how important is that when, you know, most people are talking these days? Huh? Brilliant observation! (laughs) Did you know most people are talking these days? Not the mutes, but most people. <laughs> Even deaf people give it a whirl. Shout out to Helen Keller. Sorry, you couldn't be involved in this, but the rest of you. Yeah. yeah. Most people are talking and walking these days. And his point was, the documentary is not that impressive. Yeah, they have a narrator, but a lot of people talk. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that really shuts down the argument about why this doc sucks. But Well, I don't even understand what the point is. I don't either. 
would be even worse if nobody was talking. If you're just staring at a screen, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, that's why he's there. He's there to narrate. It's not like it's just a thing. <laughs> just in case. Like, some guy's not rambling and just talking for no reason. You need the fucking guy. Shut up and pay attention to the narrator. Then you might have something nice to say. And he's he has the closed captioning on. And he explains he has to have closed captioning. So he's literally reading this stuff as he's talking to us about it. So he'll say things like, oh, they're playing creepy music. Because you know, like when you have the closed captioning on, it'll say creepy music. Yes. And then they'll like start being like, why do they have to play creepy music? Like, dummy, it's just telling you what the audio is right now. If you want to hear what it sounds like, you can turn it up. You can hear. I wish that he had because I have no idea what he was watching. Oh, I have no idea. And I wasn't interested enough to look it up. I can't even tell you the name of it. It's like First Contact or something like that. I don't even know. He was bitching about the name of the thing. This is a fun observation that he makes. He's talking about these ghost hunters are all tatted up. And he notices that as they're talking about this house they're going to go to where there's paranormal activity, the guys are taking notes down. And he goes, isn't that crazy? Tatted up dudes are taking notes. Which, yeah, the face you're making at me right now, Jed, is perfect. Like, (laughs) why is that crazy? And then he realizes, oh, wait, everyone has tattoos. And this conversation is mind-boggling. This is amazing. But again, today, in these days, so many people have tattoos that, you know, they don't have this, I'm a badass background, right? They just have the tattoos because I like art. I'm an artist and I really like art. Uh, I wanted to showcase my art on my body. It's like, yeah, you did. I bet you did. Cool, man. Is it helping at all? Like, are you selling paintings now because you have a bunch of tattoos on your face? (laughs) What's he talking about? How did he make the leap from people who really like art get tattoos, true, to are you trying to sell your paintings because of your tattoos? No. Well, he's also implying that every tattoo on someone's body, that person actually drew it themselves. Yes, that is the... Yes, I wouldn't think if I saw someone with an awesome sleeve that they're the ones who came up with that design. Absolutely not. I would imagine they picked it, it out. themselves. I think he even <laughs> thinks they did it themselves. Right. Like, and the, by the way, if you're going to do a tattoo guy's voice, worst character, that's not the voice of anybody with tattoos. He's like, oh, I've got R. That's not a tough guy tattoo voice. <laughs> that's the biker gang coming into town. It's the gay biker gang coming in. They're like... It's the Hello Angels. And they came in, they're like, hello, we have tattoos. Please buy our art. It's like, no. That's, <laughs> the whole joke at the beginning was people with tattoos are morons and therefore can't write notes. If you're going to make that stupid joke that's from the 1980s, at least go with it and make the guy stupid. Right. Like, and now you, all, all of a sudden now he sounded like a smart nerd who happened to have tattoos that he actually drew himself and is now trying to sell? Like, how do you sell your skin? I don't even know how you do it. It's on you. You're not convincing. Are you a ta- are you a tattoo artist? <laughs> I, that's the best thing about Patrick Michael is he'll make an observation and then shit on his own point and talk himself out of it. She's tackled like, himself. Like, <laughs> yes. Stand up. Yes. And then like when when Jim Gaffigan does like that voice that heckles him, he did that like but in a shittier way. He's just like he did a joke. They went that joke's dumb. It's like oh he just shut himself down. My dad has tattoos. You know, he did the little Jim Gaffigan aside thing. Uh, and then another voice is, my dad's dead. How dare you? And it's like, whoa, where's he going with this? It's like... <laughs> All right, let's hear some more nonsense from this guy. You say, hey, yeah, I want to make a podcast. Hopefully get some listens, listeners. And then mm. the world didn't know it. And I do it, and it's there. And he got it. Hmm. Doug actually made a video with that little clip right there. Listeners. <laughs> That's fucking nonsense. 
All right, let's get back to the ghosts. He explains how stupid ghosts are because all they can do is move books around. So he's decided that ghosts must be dumb people. They're stuck on Earth, but nobody can see them. And they're so dumb that they can't figure out how to get a message across in the proper way. They're like, oh, I'm going to move this chair or book. <laughs> right? Or, or I'm going to make it cold in this one area for a second. Oh. So he's not kind of realizing that it might not be that easy to just act like a normal human being if you are just an entity within this dimension. He's such an idiot. It's almost like the ghost isn't a person. Yeah, it's almost like the ghost only has certain things they can do and they're trying to communicate as best they can, but they can't just be like, hey, what's going on, producer Chris? I'm the one haunting this place. Want to watch a movie later? I'd like you to refer would... him to the movie Ghost. That would probably help explain it You should it to watch him. that movie and talk about it. Oh, God. Imagine him watching that. Like, I think that's the guy from Roadhouse, but I'm not sure. <laughs> that's the guy that makes my pants tight. Yeah, someone put that ghost in the corner. I have a corner in my room. Oh, I was put in the corner once when I was bad. I sell art to people in the corner. Like, what? <laughs> you can't sell art in the corner. There's no one in the corner. Why are you selling art there? With your face tattoos. He puts tattoos. on Patreon for free. Oh, wait, that's stuttering John. Anyway, <laughs> so this guy is very skeptical of ghosts. He doesn't believe that they're real because the things that they do seem silly to him. But he does make this admission. My... I I've been one of those that has has tried to, you know, conjure a spirit, not in that in a weird way. Wait, he's tried <laughs> to conjure a spirit before. I don't know anyone who's tried to conjure a spirit. And then did he say, but not in a weird way? Uh, in the normal way. The normal way that you do it. The normal yeah, way that you conjure spirits. You go to Starbucks, you order a frappe, and you just go, hey, ghost, where are you? It's the normal way that you do it. In <laughs> that weird way. So he's talking he about ghosts to do. He's talking about all of the paranormal activity that's happening in this haunted house that these ghost hunters go to. By the way, Jen, we were listening to this. Could you make sense of what was going on? No. It was so random because it's impossible. He has such long breaks in between every sentence that he says. Because he's reading the subtitles. Because he's read because he's reading something while while we're listening to a podcast. Which is riveting to hear. Yes. And then he'll just say random things reacting to things on the screen. So just uh, the reason why I'm telling you this is because I worked very hard trying to figure out what the fuck he's talking about. It really took my mind's eye to figure out what what is going on that he's reacting to. So apparently this ghost is haunting an armoire. And this gets Patrick Michael explaining what an armoire is to everybody. Of all things you could do or choose to do, you're like, I want to open the armoire. What's up? I think it's an armoire. It's, it's like a closet that you can move around. It has a, I don't know what you call it. It has a thing. Wheels, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. It's like a chest, but it's large. I'm going to stop explaining because, you know, who cares? I guess I do. <laughs> <laughs> I love when his brain malfunctions and he can't stop talking. Oh, my God. I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. Or do I know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. I guess I should stop talking. Yes. Yes, I should stop talking. That was his first time of self-awareness, and it was amazing because he's like, no one cares. Oh, wait, I guess I do. And it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yes. He finally figured out. That sums up <laughs> all of his podcasts. Nobody cares. Oh, wait, I do. It sums up everything I, he's ever done. Yeah, I hope he does. He's the one doing the podcast. Like, he, If one person cares, dude, it's got to be you. 
So then he talks about the big reveal is they have footage of a cabinet with the cabinet doors opening opening, and glasses or coffee mugs or something flying off the shelves and smashing. And this is the footage that the reason why he watched this documentary was to see this footage that really shows real paranormal activity. The cabinet above the, well, next to the stove opens with the glasses in it. And one glass flies out, another glass flies out, both of them break. It's like, so you're telling me the whole time that cabinet has had glasses in it. And the ghost decided not to fuck with them until there was people. <sighs> okay. Hmm. So he thinks, how dumb is that, that the ghost would wait until there was a camera crew there in order to do this. Earlier he said, these dummies don't know how to communicate. All they can do is move stuff. And then he finally figures out that he's the retard. So yeah, uh, apparently the lady who lives in the cabin or stays there hasn't really dealt with anything like the glasses breaking which is what they've said. But at the same time, why would he, you know, why break the glasses while these random people are there? You know, you're trying to talk, obviously. In a weird way, you're trying to say something. But then again, I don't know. Yes, he, he got there. He finally he got, got there. He's got it, and then he didn't to, believe himself. And then he didn't believe himself. <laughs> but that can't be it. But I don't know. And then at the very end, after he's watched this whole doc and he's been shitting on it, he doesn't like it, he says this. So we have like 10 minutes left of this whole movie and still nothing. There's not one thing that has been proof enough to me. What, <laughs> what do you want? That's what they said would happen and it happened. Not one thing has happened at this. He's remarkable. I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. There was that scene where uh, glasses just shattered off of a cabinet. But other than that, there's not one thing. And if real ghosts were discovered for real, asshole, it'd be on the news. Like, yes. like we would all know about holy shit, there really are ghosts. You're watching a show where it's gonna be disbelief, and you have to like buy. That's the whole fucking point of a documentary that we don't even know what it is. It's so unknown, we can't even. No one here, even in the Discord, nobody can even guess what the fuck movie it is because ghosts aren't real, asshole. And if they are, <laughs> they are going to try to con contact you when a camera's on because that's the whole point of the goddamn show. Yes. They said something was going to happen. It did. And then he says nothing happened. And then realizes that he was wrong about that. Nothing happened, but the books moving, the glasses hitting, and the ghost being there. Like, those are the things. That's it. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. They started out this damn movie saying, ah, real paranormal activity, real footage. Like, yeah, I mean, it was captured on a camera. So I guess that is considered footage. Yes! <laughs> I guess it's considered footage. I did just see it while watching this video. So I guess so. Yes! That's it. What else do you want from them? A seal of uh, authenticity? Uh, what, what else can they do? I just like that he learns words during the show. Like, he didn't... <laughs> It's like he didn't know what footage meant, and then he gave himself the definition, and then he said the word again. He's like, they said there was footage. I know there was just, like, video of it happening. Oh, wait, that's footage. Okay. Yeah, that's what the word means, dummy. It's footage. It's almost like it's not false advertising. Like, they delivered on what they promised. But this dummy had like, it in his head. He had it all figured out that this was going to suck. So he just had to, like, keep that going the whole time. Like, keep that narrative going. What he should have done is be like, oh, holy shit. 
That was the thing. They finally did it. Instead, he's like, ah, this is stupid. Apparently, this ghost is throwing glasses around. <laughs> That's pretty remarkable, I would think. It's not something I would watch, but. I was just going to say, I would watch it. I yeah. want to know what it is now. All right. Well, not because of him, though. Well, he made it very clear that it's free on Amazon Prime. He wanted to do a whole thing about Amazon Prime that was fascinating. He goes, Amazon Prime is like the Walmart of all these services. Because they don't have anything that you'd ever want to watch. Unless you want to pay for it, then they have everything. I'm like, yeah, right. That's the cool thing about Amazon Prime. Is you can watch anything that you want. But you have to pay three bucks. Or six bucks. And he, to service. him, that's insane. <laughs> I know. It's the same as not existing to him. Well, the free ones are the bargain bin. And then there's other things on there. And if you're enticed to watch them, you have to pay. Somehow, I don't know if you know this, Amazon has a couple dollars. Um, they know what they're doing and it works out. Yeah, you tease people with one thing, you know, a hand job, and then you offer the, you know, the whole sex with the money. That's how the world works. <laughs> yes. Okay. The whole sex. That's Bezos' way. You know, he spits on it a little bit, but you don't get to shove it in there unless you throw him six bucks. And it makes sense. That's how I watch all the Fast and Furious movies. How else are you going to do it? There's no blockbusters around here. I got to go to Amazon. Yeah, there's no Tommy K's hanging out anywhere in some closet. You got to go. You got to go to get this dumb documentary no one will ever see because he doesn't even say the name of it. Patrick Michael actually apologizes to us for the first time. I'm sorry for wasting your guys' time. <laughs> <laughs> are you, though? I'm, ke I'm keeping that on the board. That is staying on the Patrick Michael board over here. Oh. Sorry. All right. So we made fun of you a little bit, Patrick. Is that all right? And that's fine. Okay, good. I appreciate it. You sure you're not upset? But that's how little I give a shit oh. <laughs> about this. All right. Fair enough. I'm auditioning for my Patrick Michael co-hosting show. Maybe <laughs> that'll be the bonus episode. <laughs> Me and Patrick Michael. <laughs> you I would listen. It'd uh, be a lot of fun. All right, Pat. We have done it all. We talked about free beer. We talked about hot wings. We talked about cheese. Got we Brian got Johnson, Suttering John in the mix. Suttering John and Kumia Patrick Michael. We've got, got an admission. We had an admission of sorrow from Patrick Michael, which, by the way, is amazing to be there and have him finally say, I'm sorry I did this to all of you, <laughs> which we've all been waiting. Like, yes. he's the priest that finally got caught molesting all the children, and they finally, he's like, I'm sorry I diddled all of you. Like, yeah, you know what, Patrick? Good. We're happy you finally admitted. Yes, you want them to regret their actions. And that's all we ask for. Do you regret what you've done? You do? Thank you. Okay, good. Get some closure Go on now. and make more horrible shit. You apologize. Now you need to start over. It's like, you know, the Catholic Church. You, you've repented your sin. Now go on and do more bullshit. Right. Now they move you to a different town and you start all over again. You just start diddling again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we've done it all, which means it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. This is the part of the show where we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on next week's WATP. And we're still in Jacktober. Now, this show is going to be released on November 1st because we release on Sundays, but we record it on Halloween. So I'm including this in our Jocktober month of October. This will be the last radio show that we're doing. I actually had to take more pills yesterday. Oh, what? Because I'm getting bitched out by everybody. Wait, for everybody. I got but, but for what though? About oh. I got bitched I got out. List. I got a list of stuff. I'll tell you here in a minute. Okay. I got I got bitched out about the um, feed cutting out early on the on the YouTube stream. <clears throat> well, right, you well, fat fingered it, Seth. <laughs> no, he really didn't. No, I know. It was cellular Willie. 
you know, I'm on I'm on Spectrum. It's not the best cellular. You're on the Spectrum. Yeah, that's what you just call it. This I'm on the Spectrum. What I mean. Spectrum. This would be none other than Bubba the Love Sponge. Yeah. He's got a podcast right away. Oh yeah, he's got a podcast called Bubba Army Podcast, and I have never listened to Bubba. He was on Sirius XM for a little while on one of the Howard Stern channels, so I would catch bits and pieces, and Howard would play little bits here and there. But I don't know a lot about Bubba the Love Sponge. I know he was very popular in radio, and now he's trying to get Opie to co-host a show with him. So I heard about that. I mean, he ruined Hulk Hogan's life, and now he's going to ruin Opie. Uh, Opie's doing it on his own. But he's going to ruin Opie even more. Yeah, so that'll be a lot of fun listening to Bubba's show. And if anybody has any background info, any lore that I should know about, feel free to send that in to the show because I do feel bad. Some of these shows, like Free Beer and Hot Wings, show's been on for 20 years they have rotating uh, different guest co-hosts, as, as you mentioned, uh, new co-hosts cropping in and out. Eric Zane used to be on the show. Uh, Eric Zane, now friend of WATP. And so I don't know everything there is to know. And I, I try my best. You know, I listen to like 13, 14 minutes of a show and I go, all right, now I'm going to shit on it and act like I know everything about it. That's that's what I qualify as my best. So that's what I do. If you can give me some more info, it'd be great. I'd love that. Uh, Pat, I want to thank you for coming on the show. You were fantastic. And uh, where can we find you if we want to listen to more Pat Oates? Thanks for having me back. I, I love being on the show. It's, it's the, once again, nice to be on the good side. Um, <laughs> and yes, you are brutal, but in the best way. I've also made that admission. And I've, I've enjoyed, I learned a lot from being on the bad side, but I'm happy to be on the side shitting on free beer and hot wings. Just go to my YouTube channel, Pat Oates YouTube channel. Most of my shows are on there. I have three shows now. I have uh, the Pat Oates podcast, POS, and uh, Podophile. So go check all those out. Very good. We will check that out. Your podcast stinks. Whoa, whoa. Come on, man. (laughs) The guy's trying to plug his stuff. That's so rude. So please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. (sighs) Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. We're going to try something in real time here, Jen, since we have you on the show. Okay. So we have the reviews jingle that you recorded for Vic. But now Vic is in the rear view. No one even talks about Vic anymore. It's all about Casey. So we're going to do this in real time. I'm going to play the jingle. And I need you to jump in with Casey's name instead of Vic's. Casey. Okay, here we go. Casey. Yeah! <laughs> Flawless execution! Amazing. How can anyone make fun of one of these podcasts? That's the problem, is that we're so good at what we do that uh. people can't even slap us back. <laughs>
I felt under pressure. Casey, how's it going? Oh, it's fine. How are you? <laughs> There's that energy. I love it. Ugh. I love I'm it. I'm getting sleepy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> she sounds like how I feel. Yeah. It's how I feel too. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Eeyore. People think that you're strung out. People think you're strung out on hard drugs. Have you seen these comments? I have. I I've never taken an opioid in my life. Uh the hardest drugs I've ever done shrooms like three years ago. That's pretty hard. I don't do drugs. You I me- mean you mentioned last week, Casey. You live in more of a rural area, and you said that there was an explosion near your house. Yeah. Was, that, was that a meth lab? Did someone's no, kitchen uh, blow up? Apparently, one of the... So I live on a lake, and someone across the lake Humble has a brag. report cannon. Okay. Yeah, it's not, it's not a big lake, but they have a report cannon that they just uh, set off in the middle of the day, I guess, for fun. Just trying to fuck with my podcast. I bet it was Stuttering John who did that. I, I don't think Stuttering John could afford to live on this lake. <laughs> He's pretty broke. <laughs> he can't just move his apartment to be lakefront yeah. property. Yeah, right. Even yeah. if it's like a shitty lake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's probably true. Casey, you got some new reviews for us? I sure do. Oh, awesome. Let's see what people are saying. Mm-hmm. This is where All the right. listeners have to give us some feedback. What are we doing right? What are we doing yeah. wrong? Let's find out. There's some feedback. All right. Okay. First one. Arrogant host by Beth Spit. These guys cannot come up with their own ideas, so they have to make fun of others to create content. The new review girl sounds like she's had too much quaaludes and ganja. All right. I'm going to say that's a five star. If they know there's a new review girl, what do you guys yeah, think? That's a five star. Five yeah. star. Yeah. Okay. yeah for quaaludes sure. is a hot topic lately. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> We're talking about quaaludes. That's, that was funny. That's a good good yeah. uh, reference point by our friend Scorch. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, right. everyone's so excited about this concert coming up in 10 months. Do you got to give them like quaaludes or something? <laughs> no, no, we don't have to do that. But thanks for so asking. So excited about corn instead of slipknot or no slipknot maybe i'm an old school guy corn. but i'm excited about corn <laughs> no you're not no one's excited oh, no one's excited about corn yeah all right talentless by 24 7 waffle hut hunt definitely not worth anybody's time that's got to be a, a one star review because it's not fun or funny i bet you it's a two Sorry. star two star it's producer chris one star oh you gotta give us a chance. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I you gotta give us a chance Chris. to go around the room and get our guesses in. I'm sorry. So Jen, you now you've lost a point now. Producer Chris and I are Fine. in the lead. Mm-hmm. We're in the lead. You have to spin the wheel of consequences. You do realize that, right? Wrong podcast. Oh, that's not, not this podcast. That. I've recorded some of the Nick Bates stuff, by the way. I'm excited. I'll probably play that on oh, the, the I'm creep. So off. excited for that. Yeah, I'll be good. <sighs> okay. Uh, Out of touch, boomer by Washington. Washingtonian. Okay. What a mean spirited, hateful, out of touch, wannabe afternoon drive DJ. He made fun of some of the podcasts I listened to, and now my whole personality is in question. I can't believe he made jokes and mocked my pretend friends. He obviously just doesn't get our low effort humor. 
Carl can't come up with his own ideas, so he makes fun of other people and is right about 99% of the time. Five stars, obviously. Oh, it says you gave five it away. Stars. Oh, it's day roll oh, five it's, stars. It says it in the review. Right. It says five stars in the that, review. That's a good one. A lot of good uh, show references in there. I do appreciate those ones. They confuse people. So now mm-hmm. the reviews have a theme. Every single one of them has said, can't come up with his own ideas, so uses other people's podcasts. Yeah, that's that's been the critique I've been hearing since day one. That's like a call me back thing. Is that the new call me back? I feel like it is. Can't come up with his own yeah. stuff. All right. Uh, okay. I do have a one. read the read a oh, wiki page yeah. show now with the creep off. If you want to hear me read wiki pages like every other podcaster out there, <laughs> I do that now. Yeah, I'm definitely a team Vinny Winnie. Oh. <laughs> no, no, hashtag Vinny Spinny. That's the hashtag that we should be all using. Make them spin the wheels. Vinny Spinny. All right, you want me to keep going? I guess so. You're getting on my bad side, but I guess so. All right. Uh, Boomers with the Mic by Anna Shord. If you thought Twitter fingers was bad, I don't know what that is. This is worse because you're listening to it. It's the most outdated form of air quotes comedy. I didn't even know still existed. Comedy for their age is pretty sad because Bill Burr is the same age and killing it. They're out here still calling people retarded. LOL. Okay. Uh-oh. That's someone who's a little too woke for this show. Uh-oh. Retard alert. Retard alert, class. That's obviously a one-star review. You guys want to take a guess? I thought it might be a five-star. Okay. No, one. Chris says oh. one. It's a one I, I like that we do the podcast and you lifted up your finger to tell me how many you died. Like, <laughs> all right. I'm bad at this. You're not the best at this. You're going to have to spin. Jenny Spinny. Hashtag Jenny Spinny. Jenny Spinny. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. All right. Uh, all right. So you got, there's a couple about uh, not wanting me and wanting Vic back. Okay. Which I don't know if you need to see those, but then uh, Frank Pellegrino left a, a review entitled "Dabble," Keep dabbling. Carl loved the show, so thanks, Frank. Oh, that's probably the real Frank Pellegrino then. Thanks, yeah, Frank. probably. Appreciate it, buddy. Very good. Uh, Who's that? That's what I got. It's Chrissy Mayer's boyfriend. Oh, hey, uh, why don't you want to read the ones about how they miss Vic and they they think you suck? Oh. Okay, I can read those. I didn't right. know if you wanted me to waste everyone's time. Obviously, you want Vic back. Uh, Less New Review Girl by Fruity Judy. We want Vic. That's that one. Okay. And then the next one is New Review Girl is Torture by Johnny <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to read that? That's a brilliant joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so- I thought you were short on time because you're going on vacation. I'm, I'm currently <laughs> on vacation. This, this is what I'm doing during my vacation right now. Yeah, I was trying, I was trying to cut you some slack. Made a nice right, trip uh, down to Ithaca, New York. Saw some fall foliage. Ithaca, it's gorgeous. <laughs> we saw a waterfall. We saw yesterday. Water. Yeah. I saw water. Falling rocks. Falling rocks from cliffs. Beautiful. We've done it all on our vacation. Now we're doing a podcast with Casey. Yeah. All right, what else you got? Yeah, I'm torture. Uh, uh, that one just says, I can't wait for Vic to get thrown out of the Navy. <laughs> so <laughs> that's all I have today. <laughs> all right. Very good. Great job, Casey. We got some voicemails that I want to play for you guys, starting yeah. with this one that's got some production going on. What's up, oh. WATP? Your boy, James Obsolete. 
Just wanted to leave a quick voicemail to tell you how shit your audio was last episode. One side of the audio kept cutting out. I thought it was my AirPods breaking or something, but then it kept happening in my car and I knew it was your fucking ass. In fact, here's a clip that sums up the episode. Alright, read some review. Are you just cut out so bad, Carl? Clean up your fucking audio next time, alright? By the way, love the three hour long episode. Next time shoot for a four or five hour. James obsolete out. Let's see that dick. All right, Vinny the Pulino, baby, here you go. Wow, this guy's got bits. He's got his own thing going on there. All right, so guess what? Our mixing board shit the bed last week, and I didn't realize it. Well, I did realize, and I tried to fix it, and it did not work. So it happened throughout the show. Fortunately, producer Chris here has a Zoom recorder, of all things, and we get a room recording so I was able to try to put that audio, which sounded like garbage, try to put that audio into the show so you could fi- figure out what we were talking about. It took me hours to do that. Thank God the Bills didn't have a one o'clock game. I don't know what I would have done. It took me hours to do that. And then I just get shit on because it sounded like, yeah, it sounded like shit. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Hopefully it's not happening this week. I don't even know. But uh, good job from James Obsolete. Thanks for doing that. Also, friend of the show, Crippled Jesus calls in to us hey carl it's uh crippled jesus and i was listening to the episode and you got uh john c dvorak on and i thought i would make a confession uh i'm not actually crippled at all carl it's uh it's just a performance art um the wheelchair is the prop that i got at the postmodern store so, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just let you guys bask in my postmodern artistic genius. And uh, also, Carl, I'm going to be at uh, Road Rage Tampa, so I'll see you there, buddy. Later. Hey, Cripple Jesus always brings it with his phone calls. Oh, can't wait. Always fun. Yeah, I don't think I've made this announcement yet, but I will be at the Road Rage Tampa December 12th. That's the Dick show. That's when he does his live shows on the road. And I'll be going on, I think, to goof on Banana Docks or something. We'll, we'll have some fun. So uh, oh, yeah. there's tickets on sale. Casey's going to be there. Yeah. You can come and meet our review girl, Casey. We're going to have Crippled yeah. Jesus there. The guys from Revenge of the Sists are going to be there. Ryan Long, who's been on the show, he's going to be there. Mad Cox is going to be there. Yes. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Hopefully it's not a uh, a super spreader event. It probably will be. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not COVID, but luckily something, yeah. something will be something else. <laughs> Luckily, I'll be up on stage and away from all you freaks. Keep your masks on. <laughs> all right. What else we have going on in the world of voicemails? Imbecile Wilhelm called in and has some comments about our friend Casey. I'm sure. Imbecile here. This message is not for the pre-off. I wanted to call to congratulate Casey on her new position as review girl. Carl, you said you wanted someone with low energy. And with Casey, you get the energy of a woman who was gangbanged so hard that she is too tired to clean out her orifices. Well done. <laughs> Oregon! 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 Call me back. 
have you, have you ever had your low energy described in such a way? I mean, that was poetic. Never, never in my life. That's amazing. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Hey, our friend Tucker Dixon called into the show again. Mm-hmm. Hey, Carl, Tucker Dixon here. Let me help you out. Let's get stop getting these DJs in to help you. They suck. Every single one of them does the same thing. <laughs> oh, man, you guys are so brutal. Oh, wow, you guys really go for the throat. <laughs> I got nothing to add here. Okay, let me go into a real quick history lesson about this guy. Back in the 90s, this guy was popular on some small station, and now he's not popular anymore. <laughs> but you guys are brutal. You're killing him here. <laughs> Okay, there you go. Don't have any more of them on. Tucker out. <laughs> he does make a good point. <laughs> All right. I mean, Tucker Tucker knows what he's talking about. Got to give it to him. He sums it up well. He does sum it up well. Yeah. Hey, in the morning to you, Carl. This is Teresa. Sorry, I sound like shit again. I got a head cold from my kid. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> Could Teresa be less attractive in the things that she says? She's just always sick. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, it's about fucking time you got Dvorak on there. Great episode. So How many times has Jesse Dvorak did your podcast about fucking time? How dare you, Teresa? Uh, but, yeah, all I can say is I'm glad Casey won. She sounds like she's going to do pretty damn good. She does? Reading the reviews so. and not being a depressed email cunt like Vic was, so... Well, not that she was depressed, but she was still a cunt, let's be honest. <laughs> but, yeah, and the correct boner guy, uh, he was kind of close on where I'm at. I'm actually from North Dakota, not that it really matters. We're one in the fucking same. But, yeah, that's about it. All right, call me back. Bye. I was going to guess Minnesota. Yeah, same thing. Same accent. Yeah. Wait, so I don't sound like a depressed emo cunt? Yeah, I think she caught herself there. Vic <laughs> yeah. was always smile talking. Yeah. This was the smile talk uh, queen, as people Mm. like to say. Nobody says that. I will tell you, I'm getting more (laughs) and more feedback that Patrick Michael is growing on people to the point where they're no longer listening for the goof. They're just enjoying his shows. Oh, man. Carl, what have you done? You turned me on to the fucking briefcase podcast. Fuck you. This, This is an amazing amazing podcast i just got done listening to the corn episode which if you're if you're listening dear listeners please please check this episode out he's he he starts his episode like 10 separate times i i can't tell if it's a mistake uh if he's really struggling with the anchor.fm editor um or if he thinks this is just like a funny cool thing he's doing because later on in the episode he does it with his fucking ad read too he he says the same ad read over and over again uh, several times in a row like it 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 really sends you on a path you're really just wondering what is going on in this man's head it, it is amazing call me back that is the brilliance of patrick michael you can't tell if it's performance art or if he's the dumbest person to ever talk into a microphone and you just got to keep tuning in to find out He's postmodern. It's postmodern. I wouldn't be surprised if I played this for JCD and he was like, this guy is a true artist. He's a genius. He would say that. He probably would say that. Absolute genius.
All right. So this is Shane from Australia. I took a note for myself when I was editing these, or not editing them, but but um, curating these, uh, just to wait for the punchline at the end. Hi, Carl. Shane from Australia. Just watching the telly on my Friday night, which is everyone else's Sunday night, and having a couple. And there's some show about people killing each other in in Gary, Indiana. <laughs> And that made me think of Patrick Michael, and that made me think of WATP, which makes me think of Vic. Fuck Vic. Anyway, call me back. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny to me that people actually take the time to call and just say that. Yeah. (laughs) That's hilarious. I thought so too. She's very polarizing. Oh, Vic. One of my favorite callers is Cripple Jesus' roommate. You guys remember him? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Hey, Carl. Assalamu alaikum. It's your boy, Paraplegic Muhammad again. Hey, listen, man. Uh, as far as those parties went, we had to stop throwing those. Bro, Cripple Jesus is an animal. Don't let his nice guy facade fool you. He fucks. And he'll fuck all sorts of chicks. Some real ham planet types, if you know what I mean. And as you know, pork is a real big no-no for us. <sighs> Anywho, love the podcast, brother. Keep up the good work. Oh, oh, and he can walk. Don't let him fool you with that wheelchair stuff. All right, man. Take care. Call me back. You know, the paraplegics are always thinking, like, just because you can't use your legs, you know, stop crying about it. And this guy is outing Cripple Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Cripple Jesus, your roommate says you can walk. What say you, my friend? Shots fired. Oh. Steep uh, allegation. Let's find out more about our uh, show with John C. Dvorak and how people enjoyed him on the show. Hey, Carl Squeeze. Um, I was just listening back to uh, the latest episode with uh, John C. Dvorak, and that guy saying that Scorch, like Zoomers would listen to Scorch, has to be one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever heard. Yeah. First off, you raised a good point. Zoomers don't know how to use a fucking radio. But second of all, Weed isn't cool to them. It's just, it's just something everyone fucking smokes. Like they're they're not going, oh wow, that guy's cool. Let's listen to the guy talk about weed. We make fun of weed people just as much as anybody else does. It, it doesn't make sense. And it, they've got so many better things to pay attention to. We've got YouTube. We've got better podcasts. Why would we listen to Scorch? Oh, he talk about weed. We we good. He I like weed. Nah. It's fucking moron. This Zoomer was personally offended that JCD thought Zoomers would enjoy Scorch. And that was one of the dumber things that JCD said on our show, <laughs> for sure. That, that guy's not appealing to anyone. There's no one listening to that show. No, yeah, no one likes Scorch. I love that we tortured Crows with it, though. <laughs> I, did not, I did not know that this guy once introduced the butthole surfers and Crows has been pissed off at him ever since. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, if we got any feedback on the audio quality from last week, producer Chris, have you heard any? I'm still waiting for feedback to come in about that. Hey, no one said anything yet. Uh, I just want to say this podcast is really great this week. And um, I, the sound, it was really on point. So uh, call me back. Yeah, I know. I know. We didn't do a great job. Hopefully, hopefully we did better this time. 
three hours and 10 minutes and we took a break in the middle of it to try to reset things so that we wouldn't suck so bad. That didn't work. And that was a mm. marathon session. Let's never do that again. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, Jen from the Jingles department. Yes. I want to thank you for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. And we will get our vacation going again after this. Sweet. Reset our vacation. And is there anything that you wanted to plug or promote while you're here? No. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Casey, thanks for coming on again. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Did you put my number on Patreon? Oh, right. Are you going to do that? Yes. She has given uh, me the number. I got like a, yeah. I got like a Google voice number. It's not my real phone number. Okay. I was going to say, don't be stupid, but you'll be able to contact, <laughs> you'll be able worry. to contact Casey directly. So yeah. yes, we definitely, uh, we'll get that up there. We'll get that up there soon. We got, I'm going on Drew and Mike on Tuesday. Oh, you know what I got? This is pretty cool. I did this on the, um, you'll know about this story, Jen from the jingles department. When I was on the creep off, we had to pick creeps and the creep that I picked was this guy, Chad Daybell, mm-hmm. who was a cult leader. Know all about it. And him and his girlfriend murdered his girlfriend's kids and then buried him in his backyard. It's a crazy story. And they were doing a podcast together. I, somebody uh, actually sent me a link. I have an episode of the podcast with Chad uh, and the mom. What's her name? I can't think of it right now. I but can't think Lori, of her name either. Lori Vallow. Right. Chad and Lori. I have a podcast with them talking. I think that they recorded it in November, which was after they had murdered the kids. Oh my God. I'd like to hear that. Yeah, I know. So I'm excited. I think that's what I'm going to be talking about with Drew and Mike and maybe some other things too, but that's going to be on Tuesdays, Drew and Mike, which we always put out as mini bonus episodes on our Patreon. If you're a Patreon subscriber, we do appreciate that. All right. This is it. It's over. Okay. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Hey, bye. Goodbye.